This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Daily Briefing for Friday the 28th of April. The Metropolitan Police has not learned enough from its failings in the case of serial killer Stephen Port, and it could happen again. A new report also found that Met officers admit they still rely on luck to identify links between deaths at a local level. Port murdered four men in East London between June 2014 and September of 2015, but despite the similarities, the Met failed to recognise the deaths were connected. Matt Parr from His Majesty's Inspectorate of Constabulary told Times Radio officers also need to be better in dealing with those close to the victims. The experiences of the families in the Port case, uh, we've made recommendations about how family liaison officers deal with people, how people are trained just to break the news of a, of, of a death to somebody. Um, so so it, it, it's a difficult job, but there's not ex- no excuse for not doing it to the best of, uh, of the individual's abilities. The BBC chairman, Richard Sharp, will fight to save his career today when the results of an investigation into his appointment are made public. Sharp's position was called into question after it emerged he had been involved in facilitating a loan of £800,000 for Boris Johnson when he was the Prime Minister. Kevin Schofield, the political editor for the Huffington Post UK, says it will be difficult for Sharp to stay in his position. The way that the appointment process was handled and the fact that this information about his involvement um, and facilitating or helping to facilitate this this, this loan or um, credit facility that Boris Johnson managed to get when he was in number 10. The fact that that wasn't made known to the appointments panel, um, I think is going to come in for quite some criticism. Ministers are to scale back the number of EU laws to be scrapped by the end of the year as part of Rishi Sunak's so-called bonfire of rules and regulations. In a concession to opponents of the retained EU law bill, Kemi Badenoch, the business secretary, told a meeting of the European Research Group that the government would only be able to remove 800 of the retained laws before the end of 2023. Brexiteer MPs have accused Badenoch of being unambitious and giving in to peers who are threatening to neuter the legislation. There's concern in Sudan that a 72-hour ceasefire agreed last night won't hold amid reports of continued fighting in the capital Khartoum. The Sudanese army and its rivals in the paramilitary rapid support forces agreed to the extension following intensive diplomatic efforts. The news comes amid growing fears over the conflict spilling into neighbouring regions with up to 20,000 refugees from Sudan having already crossed the border into Chad. Manuel Mayan is a reporter for the Juba Monitor in South Sudan. He says humanitarian agencies there are under significant pressure. The United Nations mission in South Sudan has been monitoring and also reporting the way South Sudan is going about uh, about peace-building efforts. At the same time, the core mandate was established uh, to support the government and also protect civilians. So on the other hand, they've been also uh, promoting the, the implementation of the peace agreement. And HMV is to return to its historic site on London's Oxford Street later this year. The music retailer closed the flagship store after 98 years of trading in 2019 after going into administration before a rescue takeover by Sunrise Records. HMV said the return to its spiritual home was the latest sign of a dramatic turnaround with the firm bouncing back to profit last year. There's more on all of these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.